The inspiration for the songs because of you. The inspiration for the songs because of you. The inspiration for the songs because of you. You. It's for you. Can you sing it with me, baby? Can you sing it with me? Welcome, everybody, to Relationshipology right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. And y'all know what it is. Before we get into the show, we got to get the formalities out of the way. So if this is your first time tuning in to JQLM Radio or the show and you would like to share with your family, friends, and followers on all the different ways that they can tune in, be sure to tell them to download the JQLM Radio app on their Apple or Android devices for free. You can also listen live via Amazon Alexa, TuneIn app, Stream a Simple Radio app, and a host of other platforms of which you can find on our website where you can also listen live at egoentertainmentnet.com. Also, don't forget to follow, like, and share us on social media. We do follow back. Make sure to follow us at JQLM Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also follow Ego Entertainment Network at EgoEntNet. That's E-G-O-E-N-T-N-E-T. Also, connect with us on LinkedIn at Ego Entertainment Network. And if you would like to connect with myself, Lady J, you can, of course, Visit my website at ladyj.co. You can find out everything you need to know about me and all of the different brands. You can also connect with me on Facebook at ladyjbrand, at ladyj.co on Instagram, uh, at jq underscore one. That's J-A-Q-U underscore and the number one. And on LinkedIn at Lady J. Keith Omar, you want to tell everybody how they can connect with you? Yeah. Uh you can find me on Facebook at Keith Omar Jackson. You can find me on IG at King Keith Omar. Uh, those are the two platforms I use more than anything else. I'm going to start uh, getting on TikTok here in like another week or so. So I have a TikTok thing for you sometime next month. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tonight, so the first show last week, y'all, we... Um, we had a guest and man, I think we talked for like almost two hours <laughs> last week. It was a really, know, really right? good show. It really was. Um, we basically encompass everything we're going to be talking about here on relationshipology, everything relationships from business to uh, parenting to romance, the whole nine. So tonight we're going to be talking about expectations. Um, this was Keith's topic, so I'm going to let him go ahead and take the lead on this yeah. one. Uh, we will do our segment tonight. The oh my god, wait, what? Because I definitely got one for you tonight. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, Keith, go ahead and um, take it away. Tell us a little bit about what we're gonna be talking about tonight, and let's get the listeners involved. All right. So what we're talking about is expectations and uh, relationships. Uh, those expectations don't have to just be exclusively with the relationship with your lady or your man. Those could be also dealt with business-wise. Those could be expectations dealt with uh, with friendships. Uh, I think friendships are, are, those are the ones that are, to me, are really unique uh, because your expectation with your friendships, in my opinion, can vary. Um, that's, that's, that's just what we're going to be kind of touching on today. Okay. 
so um, as far as expectations, you were talking about um, earlier when we were discussing what the topic was going to be. Uh, <clears throat> you were talking about how people handle, you know, um, the expectations that they have, I guess, based off of what they give in the relationship, mm-hmm. good or bad. So, um, yeah. And when it comes to uh, think, my theory is always go ahead. My theory has always been, can you, can you withstand whatever, can you withstand whatever it is that you put out that the other person put that out to you? See, that's, that's, I (laughs) think that's an expectation. Like, you know, a lot of people don't, a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people can handle that. Nope. Cause I, I, I don't think people listen to themselves when they speak to you. No, I think that. I think where it gets tricky is when you have expectations for an individual once like when everything is going good is, you know, expectations are pretty cool. You, you putting in, you, you getting out, you, you putting in, you getting out, you, you taking, you giving, you taking, you giving. I think when it comes to, um, and this can be as far as any type of relationship, but I think when it comes to, where someone has offended you, where someone has hurt you, where someone has disappointed you. I think that's where the expectation waters get a little murky because people say that, yeah, I would forgive that. Or yes, I would give a second chance after that. Or yeah, I would, you know, have the conversation to go ahead and fix this. Or yes, I would, um, uh, go ahead and agree to try to work this out or, counseling mediation whatever the case may be until they say that but in reality a lot of people know good and well they would not do or or have be able to even think about doing the same thing the other person did and expecting you expect grace for instance but you don't give grace Mm-hmm. Not at the same level. Exactly. I'm telling you, I have I have experienced that over and over and over again. There are some things that I have forgiven people for that I have w- worked through um, and had to do it on my own. Because unfortunately, when people hurt you or they offend you or they disrespect you or whatever the case may be, then they want to back up and take their hands off and say, OK, now it's your responsibility to deal with it. Instead of in a relationship, mm-hmm. you should be working through it together in whatever capacity that means. And a lot of people don't do that. And so I think people are okay with hearing um, the praise, but they're not okay when it comes to those expectations and you're letting them know what it is that you expect from them and they're not willing to meet that expectation. But knowing good and well, they wouldn't <laughs> listen. I'm going to just leave it right there because I have yet to meet anybody that will forgive some of the things that I've forgiven that would stay after some of the things I have stayed after that would, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to leave it there. And I'm talking about all my I life. Think, um, yeah, I, I think what happens is um, everyone has this without, well, I can't say all people, but I think a lot of times without trying to people just see their narrative Mm -hmm. like because because they're living in that you know what i mean like they have that well this is where i stand and i can feel and i can understand and i can see why i have this initial reaction Mm -hmm. versus 
taking themselves away from the equation and saying, okay, if I were that other person, how do I see it? How do I feel about it? How do I, like, I try to internalize that. Sometimes I can't. I, and and I'm, I'm honest with that. I'm like, yo, I, I, I can't. I don't understand that. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, I, I don't think I've ever tried to be like, I don't get it, but I try to I try to be like, yeah, I got it. I understand it. No, because that just makes it even worse. Because <laughs> now you're digging a hole. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. digging this hole saying you understand mm-hmm. and you don't have a clue. Not even close. Not even <laughs> and now close. this and now this person expects you to be on point with them. Mm-hmm. They expect you, you know, they and you don't see. have a clue. You're right. You're right. When it comes to I think when it comes to that, um, because like I said, it's easy to expect things when you're when you're in, in a good place, good, you know, giving and taking. But I, I mm-hmm. agree. There are double certain double standards across the board that we know are just there. So for instance, um, mm-hmm. with friends, if you cross the line and date your best friend's ex, if you will, that's the mm-hmm. line you cross. You know, you don't cross that line. That's just like dating family. You know what I mean? You just don't do that. You're dating yeah. your, uh, in, yeah. in, in, in family, uh, and when it comes to family, you know, uh, dating a family member's, uh, ex or, uh, in, in business, you know, expecting, like you talked about. You, hold on, hold on. Before, before you talk about the business portion of it, mm-hmm. going back to, you know, dating someone ex, I think it's more, I think it's different when it comes for men versus women. I think we like, cause like, I think about a lot of the guys that I know mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and, and my crew, you know, and I think of all this, like we have an understanding of, and I think we set this, you know, long before it was even like a thing, but it was, you never mess with someone that you knew that person loved or really, really dug. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, of course you, you never cross the line of, of, of dealing with someone who have children with that individual as well. Right. right. That's pretty much the rule for the guys for the most part. Like dudes don't care. Like I think we're all at a, a point where, you know, hey, if we're married, I don't care who you dealt with dealing with that I used to deal with. Mm-hmm. I ain't I don't, I don't like I don't even care. As long as like you said, as long as it's not a child's parent, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't uh, like for guys, we don't care. Like okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, be happy. If that make you happy, dog, be happy. Like, a lot, I think for the most part, for dudes, it's that way. Now, women, on the other hand, it's totally different. Listen, listen. Like, I've, uh, man, I've seen women get up. I've seen women get upset with other women for, for dating somebody that they like. <laughs> they ain't even never talked to this person. They ain't never, they ain't never said nothing to them. They don't even face, they don't even like them on Facebook. Like, they don't even like pictures of that person on Facebook. But they would get mad oh, at another woman for dealing with him because they liked him. Like, that's crazy to me. <laughs> but like I said, it's different. I think, uh, let's see, Shane says, are y'all talking, are y'all taking questions? Yes, Shane, we are taking questions. Um, so here's my thing with me personally. One, I'm never going to date anyone that my family member has dated that's never going to happen you're not going to run through the family it's not going to happen if i am if i am close to you uh like family like we're best friends or we're like 
play sisters or sister friends. I'm never going to date somebody that you date. It's just not going to happen, period. Now, dating yeah. somebody that you mm-hmm. like, you can only have control of that because if that other person never liked you or didn't, you know, nothing ever came out, I don't think I you should have... I've I don't seen think it. Should, I don't think you should have an issue with that. But I think that's just one double I've standard. It. It's one double standard in our society. Another double standard is where men can dish out hurt emotionally so involving other women yeah yeah you can yeah, sleep with somebody else or cheat with somebody else you can even leave your girl and come back let her leave you for another yeah, dude I've sleep with that. somebody else and come back you ain't gonna be looking at her the same way <laughs> if you ha- have a kid nope. on somebody and try to nope. come back and she do the same there are there are so many <laughs> double standards when it comes to men and relationships it it blows my freaking mind and they they will but lie. But you know what? In that situation, what? I, I agree. I, I'm 100% with you. But in that situation, I blame the person who always takes the other person back. My reason why I say that is because he, he, I always say this. As a person that is taking someone back who's cheated, mm-hmm. you have to say to yourself, am I going to be ever good with this? Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, and then if you say you are, you have to say to yourself, am I going to enter a relationship again without building some trust back first? Because I see all too often people will take that person back because they feel like, oh, well, you know, we've been together for five years. We have all this history and we, damn, that history is history. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can, you can make history with somebody else. That's just how I feel. Damn all that. Like, my biggest thing is betrayal is just... Like that's like one of the biggest things I could think of. Well, like betrayal is just something that I can't like ain't no coming back from. We can now you know, I could forgive you and mm-hmm. you know, we could probably one day be cool on a on a level at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But the whole I gotta take you back and all this and that, I don't know. So, hold on, hold that like, I, I got I got I gotta come back for that. Uh Shane, I see your mm-hmm. I see your uh question. Um, he says, you don't choose who the heart loves. Do you deny yourself to satisfy someone else's needs or ego? Again, like for me personally, I would say like for me personally, I can't speak for nobody else, but there are just certain boundaries you don't cross. Like I will not date or talk to someone who is married in business. I will not, you know, come into a job just to try to take somebody else's job or I won't step on other people to try to get ahead. You know what I'm saying? There are just certain boundaries I don't cross when it comes to relationships, you know, in the workplace and in business and family. If we're real cool and if me and the person, if me and someone is really, really close in friends or best friends and they've dated someone, was married to somebody, I'm not even getting ready to entertain uh, any type of relationship outside of some course. Yep. That's just me personally. There are just some things I think that mm-hmm. are boundaries of respect and morals. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it just is. And mm-hmm. you, is, you know what? Emotions. I call it loyalty. That too. Yep. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. I, I just call it loyalty. My whole thing is I'm too loyal to that person to entertain the idea of making them feel some type of way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I'm just not. I'm, I'm not there. I'm, I'm like, and and and. I also do believe you do pick who it is that you love. Because mm-hmm. if you never you know, entertain like that to begin said, with, you can't even get to that point. You, uh, so you know, my, that's my uh, that's my point. Yeah. What's up, Tiffany? Now it'd be and, different. And now to me, uh, to me, I feel like you're on that. It'd be different if you know I started dating this individual, and then all of a sudden 
you know, after two or three months in, I find out that that person used to date so-and-so. That's different. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to me, yeah. that's different. Yeah. Because now, you you know, because you've established something without knowing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, where, where they were. Right. You right. know, and, and then I feel like that's a conversation that needs to be had with, you know, your boy or your girl, whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to have that conversation like, yo, I had no clue that I used to date, man, you know. But I'm not going to stop dating that individual now. I'm invested. I'm three months in this thing. You know what I mean? Right. I'm I, not. So I'm just letting you, I'm putting you on notice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to see us out and about. You're going to, like, that I get. But if you knew it, that's yeah. a whole nother thing. Because here's another thing, too. If you're, if you, you're in a, a re- type of relationship with that person, too. So whether it's family, whether it's friends or whatever the case may be. Um, mm-hmm. And you don't do anything intentionally to hurt the people that you love. You know what I'm saying? So, and if you know that it's going to hurt right. them, then you, that's just not something that you do. Now, back to what you were saying about taking people back. So here's here's my take on that. <sighs> Last week we were talking about um, we were talking about people, you know, giving up easily and walking away. So if we are, mm-hmm. if we constantly find ourselves doing that, nobody will ever get anywhere because anything worth having is worth fighting for. Now. On on that True. on that on that note, I have now I have been in marriages and relationships where I have been hurt to my core, and I have taken that person back. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I am one of those people who try my best to uh, look at people's uh, not just their overall character but their heart. And everybody, again, I keep talking about making room for disappointment and room for mistakes. People make mistakes. Absolutely. You know, people make mistakes, but it's still, regardless if it doesn't matter if that person cheated on you, if they left you and decided, hey, what they thought was green on the other side wasn't green and you decided to take them back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If they had a kid on you or, or you know, even some people stay if you got hit. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, I can't do that, but <laughs> that's me personally. Mm-hmm. But, but all of those things still are you have to remember you're two imperfect people with some kind of baggage everybody has something that they're dealing with so for me personally i think for me i know what it's like to be thrown away literally from by by my parents Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying constantly in my life people constantly uh overlook me they take advantage they people say they love you and then they they leave you the moment you mess up or they say that they know you're not perfect but the moment you don't respond the way they want you to if you don't get over something quick enough if you you know what i'm saying react mm-hmm. a certain way then you're doing too much you overreacting or and you're not worth my time no more or whatever the case may be i know what that's like and so i don't treat people that way if i love you if i'm in love with you you got me. I'm committed to you. Period. It don't. There's only three things that can make me walk away, and you making a mistake is not that thing. Now, if I do take you back, you the person that the person that um decided to walk away or or offended the other person or hurt the other person, you have a responsibility one to not make that person feel like um they owe you. Uh, they owe you getting over something in a certain amount of time. You don't get to inflict pain and then decide how long it should take them to get over it. You don't, that's, that's not fair. Absolutely. Two, you also have an obligation and responsibility to work with that person. So that means if you need to go to counseling 
if you need to, you know, find a mediator, if you need to get some counseling on your own, couples counseling, whatever the case may be, you do whatever it takes because you said that this is what you wanted. Now, if you don't do that or if you say you're going to do it and then you don't follow through with it, what that is telling that person is while they are committed, that you're not as committed as they are. I've been in that relationship, too. Yeah, we going to counseling, mm-hmm. but it never happened. Or, you know, yeah, um, you got some people who... Some women wait eight, nine, ten years for marriage and it never happens. But you giving your all, you keep forgiving, you keep doing this and you keep doing that. So for me, I had to start setting, for me personally, I had to start setting things in motion where, okay, I'm not going to do this or go this far or connect in this way until I know that I'm going to be secured because then it's already, that's going to add to the hurt and the trauma that's already being dealt. So just that's like, exactly what I'm talking about, though. Like you have to, you have to set. But that's the, that, that's that's the thing. You are setting a, you are setting not even an expectation. You are setting a, a goal. That's what I call it. You're setting a goal for the relationship at that point. But see, like my whole thing is, I don't I don't look at cheating as a mistake. I look at cheating oh, yeah, as no. a bad choice. Yeah, it is. It is. You so, know what I'm saying? Uh, Jared so, says, you like, can't when control, people be like, I'm, uh-huh. Jared says, you can't control who gets your attention, but you can control who receives your affection. Cheating is a choice. Yeah, and it ain't just cheating. Like I said, there are a, a couple things. You know, a couple things. But you can control happen. who gets your attention. I, I believe, I believe you can control that. My reason why I say I believe you can control that is, like I said, if you never entertain it, then that's controlling it. Prime example: A man could be with a woman, or better yet, a man, a, a, anybody could be with someone, mm-hmm. and they could find other people attractive. They could even find themselves attracted to these other people, but mm-hmm. that don't mean you have to entertain it. Exactly, exactly. See, 100%. that's the key. That don't mean you have to enter because if that's the case, that means you have no self control. That means mm-hmm. you're really not committed. Yep. And, you're not committed and that's that starts that it starts like we said with conversation so when you hopping in the inbox having inappropriate conversation that's gonna eventually lead to mm-hmm. something somewhere if you know if, if you're with somebody you ain't got no business but why are you have an inappropriate conversation in the first place it, it, if you committed to somebody my point exactly See, that's, 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 that you're making my it point a, exactly my, my point is you're not making a mistake you're making a bad decision exactly and then when you get caught, and this is what I'm talking about. When it comes to expectations, this, this for those of you who are just tuning in, uh, hold on, Jerry says, but if you take that individual back, it is not a license to hold them emotionally hostage and hold that error over them until you're pleased by their pain. Exactly. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is in a relationship, first of all, a relationship takes two people working at it. If this person, uh, we take for granted too much, for a person taking you back. If a person loves you enough to say, I understand that you made a bad choice or I understand that you made a mistake or I understand that, that, um, you know what I'm saying? That you, you realize that and you want to come back, you know, you want to come back and I'm willing to take you back. We take grace for granted because then you don't see, you don't want to mm-hmm. extend that same grace. If you love a person, do you know how, how much, fa- first of all, for a man, let's just be real, okay? Because the word says that he who finds a wife finds a good things and obtains what from the Lord? Favor, okay? Mm-hmm. If you mess up who your favor is tied to, that's on you. And too many times, you, right, men, exactly. too many times men take for granted a woman that loves him enough in all of his ratchetness, okay, 
constantly taking him back, constantly forgiving him, constantly loving him in spite of her own pain. Do you know how difficult it is to look at somebody, lay down mm-hmm. with them and everything, and you replaying this stuff in your head and he don't want to go to uh, counseling with you? He don't want to work through the problem with you. He don't want to do his part. You're doing your part. You're working through your pain. You're crying. You're praying. you still cooking for him. You still... You know how difficult that is? <laughs> Listen, it, mm. that ain't holding him hostage. It's holding him I, accountable. Emotionally accountable. That's what that is. That's, that's, listen, I'm glad you said that. The word of the day should be accountable. That should be the word in that situation because I feel like all too often... No one wants to be accountable for their part in whatever's going on. You know what I'm saying? They always want to point the finger. They don't ever want to be responsible for their their, their part. Now, I'm I'm I think I'm pretty good about owning what I do. You know, like I, 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 I'm on record, and everyone, any and everyone who's known me, at least at least for the for for the last two years, will know. And hey, yo, he called his own BS out. Like I do. I do it, I do it, I do it all the time. Like, I tell people all the time, though, if I can call my BS out, what makes you think I ain't going to call yours out? True. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, like, I, I hold myself accountable. I like to think I hold myself accountable. I think a lot of people would say I do, too. But I think all too often, I even find this out with myself. Like, I could hold myself accountable, but am I looking at the – but am I looking at the the responsibility it has? Mm-hmm. See, I think that, like, I'm, I'm starting to learn. You know, I need to look at the responsibility my accountability has as well, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm starting to learn that. That's mm-hmm. something that I don't think enough people even consider. Like, a prime example, like, I hate when people apologize and it's empty. Mm-hmm. Like, if you say you sorry, and I'm the person that you're saying you sorry to, mm-hmm. I should feel it when you say it. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel it when you say it, I, it ain't sincere. That's just that's my opinion. Now, somebody might feel different. Whoever the whoever's doing the apology, they may feel different. I also tell people, like in a situation that we're talking about, we're talking about cheating at this point. If you the cheater, you gotta ask yourself, do you really wanna endure what you have to endure to get back what you lost? Is it worth it? It, it, is it worth because listen yeah you got you if, better if, yeah. if that person is worth it listen we, we now we're not gonna sit up here and just act like everybody trash because everybody everybody is not trash right okay now some right. some things are worth going going back to get you know what i'm saying some people mm-hmm. are worth going back to get period it just is what yeah. it is and yeah. if you know you've messed up then or if you know that you you left and didn't do everything that you could have done then yeah, then mm-hmm. I say if that's how you feel, hey, go back and get them. Go back and get them for somebody else to snatch them up. Because mm-hmm. I I hate that. I think there are too many. I call them late revelation Negroes. Uh, <laughs> if you if you pay attention to what you have while you have them, you don't got to worry about having a revelation after the fact, and it may be too late. You know what I'm saying? See. I- I, I say this too because I had a conversation. I had a conversation with somebody oh a couple of months ago about this, and you know he was trying to get his girl back, and he said. So I, I asked him this question. I said, "Yo, my question to you is this: If or when you get her back, how liable are you of doing the same stuff again?" Yep. Like 
is you know from a scale of one to ten, with ten being the highest, how how logical and likely are you to mess up and you know entertain another chick at some point? And like he looked at me, and he had to think, and I said, just because you're thinking about it tells me you shouldn't try to even get her back. But see, that's why I keep saying the most, that's why one of the most important things to do is when you find yourself um, in a relationship that has, that has been broken and you're trying to fix it, too many people don't do the work. So um, in order to get to that point where you won't do it again, how about going to some counseling, some individual counseling to figure out why it is that you feel that you still need this extra when you got this person over here who's supporting you, who's uh, helping you accomplish your dreams, who's leveling you up, who is, you know, I'm speaking into you, who's willing to take you back, who loves you enough to do that. Like, why do people not do? And I, I'll say women are more susceptible to do to do therapy than men are. Even couples therapy. Yeah, I've I been agree. in relationships that have had, uh, I've been in relationships where we went to counseling. Um, they mad because the counselor getting on them, spiritual counseling and marriage counseling. And then I've had relationships where it's been broken. And yeah, we talked about going to, to therapy, but you never follow through. You know what I'm saying? You never mm-hmm. follow through. Nor did you go and get counseling for yourself. Because there are just some things that you cannot fix on your own. Sometimes you need that, you know what I'm saying, that extra. And so I think that it's so, so yeah, somebody help you unlock things. Exactly. I think that it's important for us to not just make room for disappointment, but to also be able to understand how we ourselves find ourselves making those bad choices, even at 30 and 40 and 50 years old. Mm-hmm. And also trying to understand the mindset behind uh, our partner and why, you know what I'm saying? Why that is something that they, that they did or were willing to, because a lot of people, a lot of men have, have this thing in their head where, Oh, already know um already know what it is and i can i can fix it but understand that you're in a relationship and just because you don't think it was that deep or because that person took you back because see what a lot of men say is well uh well if it was too hard for you then you shouldn't have took me back well hold on wait a minute if that was the case, then don't ask then to be taken back because there are still some right. things come that back. comes. Right. There are still some things that come along with that. You can't. You can't just because somebody takes you back don't mean that it that it doesn't hurt and they just can turn off a switch and and all the pain is gone. That's not what that means. That means that they still have some things to work through, but they can still love you while they're working through it. The question is, are you willing to love them as they work through it and work through it with them? But a lot of them aren't willing to do that. And so then it becomes, well, I'm not happy. Well, happiness is uh, is temporary anyway. You got happiness. Anyway, yeah. You're going to be happy and sad, <laughs> up and down, up and down, good and bad, up and down, throughout a whole relation, any kind of relationship, friendships, you know, family relationships, yep. parenting. Shoot, my kids get on my last nerve. Some days I love them, but I don't like them. Okay? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and, and vice versa. And so in relationships, people kill me with that. Well, I'm not happy. Well, guess what? I ain't been happy either, but I'm still here. I'm still working through this because I know that this feeling is only temporary. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was talking about last week where when the love is gone, that's when your friendship carries you. When the when, when, when the friendship and you feel like you you kind of, you know what I'm saying, going going a different way, you don't really feel that that you know, that real connection, that's when the love carries you. And so what people do is they have this thing in their mindset in their minds where oh well, this is lasting too long. Okay, well, you got to look at the magnitude of whatever the issue is that took place. And what are you doing to help that? Yeah, I, I, I um, yeah, I, I think the whole accountability is 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 the biggest one on that because you know, we're, like I said, we're. I look at the whole, can someone do to me? Like, can can, can I accept someone doing to me what I do to you? Like, there's a such thing as you know, fighting fair when you're when you're you know at odds with your mate. Mm-hmm. And I think all too often, people are just looking to hurt because they feel hurt. You know, uh, the saying goes, hurt people just hurt people. You know, and when you, like I always say, you can always measure someone's love by how they treat you when they don't like you. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the biggest key. When they ain't, when they don't like you, they ain't feeling you. You know what I'm saying? How they treat you. Mm-hmm. That part. You can always tell if they truly love you. Yep. You know, uh, uh, do they still do, are they still looking out for your best interest? Even though they ain't mm-hmm. talking to you really. Yep. They, but if they still looking out for your best interest, that mm-hmm. person loves you, man. Like yep. that person really loves you. Yep. Like, and it, it's not, and like I said, it's not, it's not only just subjected to, you know, a, a man and a woman's uh, or, or just your mate. Right. You know, it's subject to your friendships, your business relationships, all that. Like, you mm-hmm. could be at odds with somebody in a business relationship. Like, you both just don't agree on something. Right. You know, but that don't mean I need to switch up how we've been operating business. Right. Exactly. If, if my business has been successful, if my business is successful the way it's been running with you, I'm not going to change that. Exactly. Uh, because I feel some type of way. The numbers tell me I shouldn't feel no type of way about my business with you. <laughs> so I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to switch that up, you know, because I feel some type of way uh-huh. about how you, how you consider something, you know, yeah. my numbers tell me, Hey, yo, we've been in the black for the last eight months. So we're going to stay in the black by doing business as usual. You know, I can feel sometimes, like I tell people all the time, there's nothing wrong with agreeing to disagree. Yeah. That is very healthy. That is mm-hmm. very, very healthy. Be honest with you, I would totally worry if someone always agreed with me. Mm-hmm. That would bother me more. Because now I'm sitting there thinking to myself, when is the bottom going to fall out? Mm-hmm. Because there is no way in hell you can agree with me on everything. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's healthy to agree to disagree. It's healthy to disagree. Mm-hmm. You know, but just have a common ground and, and be respectable about your disagreement with something and make sure it's something of substance as well. Like, right. I think all too often people, you know, bicker and complain about the smallest thing. It'd be so small and they make it a big deal. Right. And then, you you know, you, here y'all are, y'all on the ropes in the relationship, you know, for two or three weeks over something like he didn't clear the dishwasher out or something. Like that's crazy, you know. What I'm like that, that's crazy. Like I, I had to get on one of my friends about that one time. I was like, "Wait a minute, you upset with him because 
he junkies up this truck, his, his truck all the time. And then when it's time for you to use it, you got to clean it out. And he's not considerate enough to thank you or whatever, you know. I was like, let me explain something to you. It's his truck. Yeah. He can do what he want, when he want, why. Mm-hmm. I was like, I understand you clean it. I understand you did what you did, right. but you did it because that's how you needed it to be for you to operate in it. Yeah. I, so why is he thanking you for operating in it the way you want to operate in it? <laughs> I, I I understand. I was like, then yeah, and then people got to take in consideration. Like I told her, take in consideration all the other things he do though. But, like, okay, that's that one thing that bothers you, but think about the one hundred things that he do throughout your day. That makes things simpler for you that you don't thank him for. Like, cool out. Don't don't harbor over that thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Facebook user said, "We do not get to choose the way or speed how people heal," and you're absolutely right. And hold that's that, true. Hold that yep. thought because we we're going to <laughs> we're going to uh, we're gonna take a quick break, y'all. Pay the bills. And when we come back, we're gonna continue uh, this conversation. So just hold tight, stick and stay. Okay, don't go nowhere. If you're tired of hearing the same music and content every 5, 10, or 15 minutes on air, then check out JQLM Radio for the realest, rawest, and most relevant variety of music, talk shows, and more. Start your days with a little bit of gospel and gospel rap from 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Never know you to fail. You deliver me. Cause all I seem to do is. Huh? Coming to break it down with that wicked, wicked style. Man, we really be living it out. Don't miss it. Then get into some hot RB. Some hip hop. A little bit of pop. And some Neo Soul for the rest of the day. JQLM Radio, real, raw, and relevant. TV.com presents the Valentine's Day Comedy Show with headliner T.P. Hearn as seen on BET and Def Comedy Jam featuring Louisville's Meech Dog, Lil Stephanie, Indy's own Denise the Comedian, and the original DJ Flip. Hosted by Robert Sweaty Hands Day, it's going down February 11th at 8 p.m. inside the ballroom located at 7055 East 16th Street in Indianapolis, Indiana. Doors open at 7 p.m. General admission is $20. Table seats are $30. VIP is $40. Get your celebrity comedian meet and greet tickets for only $10. Meet and greet begins at 5.30. Doors open at 5 o'clock. Pictures will not be allowed after the show. Get your tickets now at simplyserenityempire.com. That's simplyserenityempire.com. Temperature checks and masks will be required to enter. COVID rules will be reinforced. All right, and we are back. 
So we've been talking about expectations. And before the break, we had a um, a listener um, say that, you know, you can't determine how long it should or choose the way or how long some people heal. And that is absolutely right. I've had to tell some people close to me, um, even in relationships, you know, that you can't do that. When you inflict, that's like me, me slapping you, Keith, and, you know, and, and it made you feel some type of way. And I slapped you because I didn't like something that you said. And you, you know what I'm saying, that not only did it physically hurt, but it hurt your feelings because, you know what I'm saying, we supposed to be cool. And I can't, I can't rush you, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> uh, getting back to, you know, us being like real cool again. I can't do that. But what mm-hmm. I can do is on my part, figure out, okay, what can I do to help get to the point where, or what can I do for me to make sure that I don't get to that point again where I don't react that way, where if you say something, I react physically, and then I also need to engage with you and ask you, okay, what do you need from me for uh, for us to fix, you know what I'm saying, whatever um, it, it was between us, you know what I'm saying, to make... Mm-hmm. Uh, to make us get to the point where um, the disagreement got to, you know, got to that level. Okay, so that may include us, you know, going and sit down and talking to somebody. If I, if I really cared about you enough and cared about the relationship enough, then I would do whatever it takes to make sure that I, I fix that. But unfortunately, people talk a good game. They say I'm going to do this, but if mm-hmm. you don't follow through... And I'm going to tell you right now, that's a bad thing on a man's part because a woman wants to feel secure. You know what I'm saying? Not just, I'm not talking about secure in herself, like, but secure in the relationship. If, if, you're com- if you say that you love me, if you say that you're in love with me, if you're committed to me, I need to make, sh- I want to know that when you say something, you're going to do what you said. Because me, I'm a mm-hmm. woman of my word. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And then I have to acknowledge uh, the whatever the progress that you've made. That's a lot of times we don't acknowledge that. I have a um. Uh, there are some things that happened in my childhood, and um, uh, a lot of people know my story. And you know, my uh, God bless her. I love my mother. Just uh, everybody who knows, I always get this disclaimer. I love my mother. I have no animosity towards her. But you know, um, there are some things that. Um, I don't have a relationship with her. I haven't had one since I was 15, but she would always tell us that we're delusional. Like, this didn't happen. That didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, not only is it an insult to my intelligence, but it's also downplaying the role that you played or the hurt that you caused. And so, people don't like to be mm-hmm. seen in a bad light or don't want to hear themselves in a bad light. But in reality, what you did, it may not be that bad to you, but the person that you hurt, you don't get to de- you don't get to determine the level or degree of the hurt either because you don't you ain't feeling right it. you're not feeling it because if the shoe was on the other foot on the other foot truth be told you probably wouldn't even got to the point that this person has gotten to and getting over it and healing and getting to this point so it's very important in relationships too that you acknowledge the progress that your mate has made in dealing with whatever the issue was even when you wasn't even the one helping get to get them there so I, I agree. I agree with that Facebook user. It's very that is very important, and I think that absolutely. I think that um, women, while we we do some of the same things, I just think that that is a, a bigger double standard 
on the men's part. Like you said, men did, will dish out things that they know good and well that they would not be able to handle at all. You you wouldn't be able to handle it. You just wouldn't. You're not emotionally equipped. And you know what's, what's funny is this. Uh, we talk, like I said, we're talking about expectations. Some fools, I don't even want to say that. I think some people have the idea that they they do it because they know that they can. Like I always say this, people do things because they feel like they can do it. Ain't no if ands or buts about it. That's the reason why they do these things because they feel like they can do it. Even if like a, like I know I, I know of some dudes that if they get caught, they know it's kind of like if I get caught, she gonna be mad, she gonna get upset. But at the end of the day, we ain't leaving each other. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, but, you know, is that healthy? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you know, at the end of the day, where is that, where is that going to put y'all? I mean, and also people change and we grow. So, you know, that stuff that you, that, 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 that real cute running around trying to make somebody jealous in your 20s don't hold the same weight in the 30s. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I just, sometimes I don't get people's ideas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, why would you even want to do, like, I saw somebody the other day. I was like, a man doesn't hurt what he loves. And so this one girl was like, you know, well, you, you should tell that to my boyfriend. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, no, you should tell that to your boyfriend with your actions. If he hurts you, that means he don't love you. And if he don't love you, why you with him? I can't hear you, Lady J. Oh, there are some men that will counter that and say, well, that's not true because uh, just because uh, I cheat. I think one time me, Juice, and me, Juice, me and Marvel on the pillow talk, and they were talking about that, uh, saying that, oh, sometimes things do uh -huh. happen. Listen, listen here. No, nah, don't nothing just happen. Every I, I say this all the time. Nothing just happens. You always put it into play. That's my point exactly. Because here's the thing. We all have a choice. We all have choices that we make. Okay? We all have choices yep. that we make. And the reality of it is when someone is hurt, it will alter their demeanor. It alters their normal day-to-day -day character. And so while they are trans mm -hmm. while they and they're doing their best to still love you and care for you and still, of course, um, like you said, uh, care about your well-being and stuff while they're going through what they're going through, but you can't expect them to be the same while they're going through that. But you can recognize the progress, like I said, and the transitions they've been making from point A to point B. And when you make a decision, uh, and that's because that's exactly what it is. When you make a decision, mm -hmm. um, you have to call it just that. It's not, it, it don't matter if it was, uh, what they call it, uh, pre, uh, predetermined or, or, or what they call it when you, um, mm -hmm. when you murder somebody and it's first degree because it was premeditated. There you go. Oh, premeditated. If it was pre, if you didn't like decide, okay, you know what? I'm going out and I'm cheating today. Or you know what? I'm about to cause an argument just to give me an excuse to break up so I can leave her and then go test the water. Whatever. And right. then if it don't work, I'm going to come back. Or I'm a, or if it's a female, same, you know, vice versa. If you, it don't matter if it's premeditated or not. If you go out, you decide to have a conversation with somebody, 
Y'all talking about, mm-hmm. you know, this, this, and that, and then one thing leads to another. You're making a choice because at any point in time, you could have stopped that. At you any walk point away. in time. Yep, you can walk away. That, I cannot entertain this. In fact, you could, like, I told somebody this the other day. I, like, one of my friends, she asked me this question. She was like, you know what? Out of all this time I've known you, I've never known you like to be a cheater, though. Like, you never stepped out on nobody. Like, that's not, that's never been your reputation. She's like, how do you do that? And I said, it's simple. I don't put myself in positions to be with people that I'm attracted to to have it happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... I was like, I have self-control. Don't get me wrong. I told somebody, I have self-control. Don't get me wrong. But also at the same time, I also know not to put myself in a position to where self-control can be, be tested. Exactly. Exactly. Listen, if I was a woman who was driven by money, look, I'd have had men offer me thousands of dollars just to take me on a date while in a relationship. Now, if I was money driven and I was like not really committed to, to the person I'm with and I didn't really truly love them, I would entertain that. But no, I'm not entertaining it. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't need your money. First of all, Mm -hmm. I I don't need to be taken on a date that bad. First of all, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? too and and, hold on and that's even in the midst of because where women go wrong is that kind of stuff happens when you in in when your relationship is in turmoil when stuff is going on and you going through hardships but (laughs) but look here if you really truly love that person ain't gonna be no inappropriate conversation going on ain't gonna be no no none of that none of that and that's just the type of person i am because when i say i love you and i'm in love with you i mean you got me you know what i'm saying that's it you got me now the question is Mm -hmm. are you going to secure me that's the question that's just it so and that's just me personally but i feel you give in to that that's but that goes like i said that goes into the whole play of the accountability you know what i'm saying that goes into the play of but I, like i said people sometimes just people like i always say this you have your narcissist oh excuse me you have your narcissists out there mm-hmm. and they are going to they they gonna get what they can out of you they they lead i call them leeches man because they don't yeah. they don't love themselves like they don't know how they don't know what love really is so what they do is they rely on people to pour love into them and they can't, but because they don't know what love is, they can't ever pour love back into the other person. Mm-hmm. So they, it, so it's like, you know, they, they'll just take, take and take and they'll drain you and then they'll move on to the next person and take, take and take and they'll drain that person. Then they'll move on to the next person and take, take and take and they'll drain that person. Like at some point in time, what's going to happen is that and usually this person is a very vain person. At some point in time, you know, they're going to lose beauty and handsomeness and all that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to look as good. Because people look ugly after they find out, after you find out, you know, they're consistently ugly people. Mm-hmm. Then the outer start to look ugly too. You're like, nah, I don't really don't need. And then they, they wonder why they're lonely you know, here in their late 40s, going into their 50s and in their 60s, they wonder why they don't even have friends. Like, I always tell people like this. I have to question. I put a Facebook post up one time before. I said, if you 30 or older and you don't have at least three friends that has been riding with you for 10 or 15 years, I have to question you and your character. And this one young lady was like, that's messed up. Why you got to question their character? Because they don't they don't hold on to friends that long. I said, there's a reason why these people don't want to be friends with you. Mm-hmm. That means, you know, you burning bridges. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Just that, that, that and you don't, know how to, said, and you don't have you. no conflict resolution uh, skills either. That's what they tell me. Yep. That's why you, because you can continue to move on. You mm-hmm. always move it on. Always running. So I, I, when I told them, I was like, I, I said, that don't mean you are the bad person. But mm-hmm. why shouldn't I be able to question it? Mm-hmm. You 30 and you don't have three people around you that's 10 years longer that arrive with you? That's a, to me that, you know, like I got a question at the very least. I got a question. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and something like, because I like I, I, vice versa, too, though, because here's the ahead. thing. There are some people who have friends, mm-hmm. but their relationships are bad. And, and I've had some people say, well, um, well, my friends never said that before and they've been knowing me. I'm like, well, first of all, your friends only know you as a friend. They ain't never slept with you. They ain't never lived right. with you. They they, I, this person knows things about you that your friends will never know. So you can't, that ain't even a good comparison. Yep. Not even your parents. So, oh, well, yeah. well, you know what I'm saying? Your parents only know you as a kid and know you interacting with the people that you with. They click, they definitely ain't getting ready to know you in that light. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, the person right. that you are in relationship with or married to, they know you as a friend. They know they can see you as a, a as a, a brother, a sister, interacting with people they can as a business partner, especially they going to business with you. They know you as a lover. Mm-hmm. As I mean I said, all the things that all these people other people will only know you as one thing. So that is something that blows my mind when people be trying to use that. Like, no, that's not even remotely close because that's, when yeah, you are in a relationship I, with people, they can don't bring even stuff use that out comparison. Of, yep, they can bring stuff out of you that those people would never be able to bring out of you that you didn't even know mm-hmm. was there or that you didn't even know that you needed to address. But people don't want people act right. like they don't. They got it all together. No, you don't. You, you ain't got. Ain't nobody got no. it all together. <laughs> got it together, right? You ain't lied about that. That's funny. See, but yeah, that, I, I always say that, like, the, the accountability is the number. To me, it always boils back going back to accountability. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know, and, and, and we're talking about the bad right now, even with the good. Mm-hmm. Like, I always say, you know, you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, hmm, is the, you know, am I able to accept good like I give it? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, don't understand how to accept good things because they always the one that's always giving. You know what I'm saying? So like you, you like I've had me. I'll raise my hand. I, I had a young lady one time, lie. man. Look, I, I I had a young lady one time. Like everything was going good with us. We, you know, we were just dating, mm-hmm. but everything was going good. It was going the right direction. Then all of a sudden, cold turkey things just just like turned, mm-hmm. and like she ghosted me. I was like, dang, what happened? Like, you know, it was good. Like, everything was going well. And, like, maybe, like, a year and a half later, like, I get this inbox, you know, on Facebook. And it's her. And this, like, happened maybe, like, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, so she was like, hey, how are you? Yada, yada, yada. You know, small talk. And then she's like, is it all right for me to give you a call? Or, you know, even if you don't want to give me your number, can I just call you through Facebook? She's like, I want to share something with you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Here, you can call me. Mm-hmm. And she called me. She's like, look, I just want to, I, first of all, I want to apologize for just being MIA on you. And she was like, but I did not know how to accept all the good that you was bringing. She was like, you know, I wasn't used to, I like, you was totally different than what I'm used to. I'm used to the bad boy. I'm used to the thug. I'm used to the, you know, uh, I'm used to having somebody I know who's going to cheat. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and the reason I ghost you is because 
I felt like if you did me wrong, it will hurt too bad because I didn't expect that out of you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. I was like, she was like, so she's like, I've been in counseling like for the last year. She's like, and I understand my self-worth now. And she's like, I just want to apologize to you because you deserve better. And she was like, and I'm trying to be a better person. And she's like, it's not that I'm trying to get back with you or nothing like that. She's like, but you deserve to know, you know what I'm saying, what what happened and where I'm at now. And I appreciated it, you know what I'm saying? I was like, and I was just sitting there thinking to myself, like, wow, I can't believe that she, you know what I'm saying, as good as she is as a person that will pour into somebody, she couldn't accept that. Mm-hmm. I, I I can totally understand where she is. Like I said, and it's all it has everything to do with a person's upbringing, their experiences. Because I I am one of those people. I'm used to being the one to give, and f- for me, um, I know what it's like to be with a man, and uh, you see him one way, and then he hurts you to your core, and you didn't expect him to ever do something like that, and then so now your perception of him. Uh, you it's find different. out it's it's distorted or it's not it, your de- perception wasn't real of this person. It's not now that you. It's not that it takes away from your love of him, but now you have to uh, grapple with the not just the pain from that, but at the same time too. Now you have to get a, a true understanding of who he really is, and now oh my God, he's really capable of this. So, um. And I think for me, I'm the type of person where I expect people to leave. I'm used to people leaving. I'm used to people like abandoning abandoning me. Not because I've treated you horribly or I've, you know, put my hands on you or cussed you out or talked down to you. I'm just used to people leaving. Uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. I don't want to be bothered. I'm not happy or cheating or whatever the case may be. I'm used to that. I've, I've gotten that my entire life from childhood on up. So I I brace myself. It doesn't make it hurt. It depends on who it is. If I'm really invested and I'm really, you know what I'm saying, into you and, and I'm, I'm really committed to you, it's going to hurt even if I try to brace myself. But that goes also into, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue, whatever you put out in the atmosphere comes back to you. So if I'm in my mind, I'm constantly thinking, sometimes I'll even ask a lot you know, why are you still here? Or, you know what I'm saying? Questions like that. I'll ask stuff like that um, j- to figure out, you know, like, why are you still here again? Like, <laughs> um, uh, this doesn't bother you or this isn't too much for you. Or, like, I'll ask questions like that. And uh, um, so y'all know I, I don't mm-hmm. mind being transparent. But that is, that's just me because I, that's what I'm used to. And, unfortunately, that's what the outcome always is. So, um and so as a female you're constantly looking at yourself just like if a man cheats the first thing women do is look at themselves like oh what i need to change about myself you know i'm saying i need to go you know get my hair you know change my hair or whatever case may be the first thing that we do is we blame ourselves you know i'm saying and we trying to fix us but really the issue is with him so and Mm -hmm. um now not to say that some women don't contribute to the issue you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm not saying that, but ultimately the choice is his. Right. So it is his it is his uh his choice and his responsibility. But um I think that for women it is difficult when you are used to uh like the young lady you was um talking about, if you are used to one one thing, that's what you expect out of everybody. Cause I I'm learning in my experience that it don't matter how good or how how mad, bad the man is. 
uh, whether he's an abuser or not, he's a cheater or not, he's a liar or not, all of them are capable of hurting you, and all of them eh, don't stay. That's that's just my personal experience. I can't speak for nobody else. Yeah, like I said, uh, to me, it all boils down to accountability, uh, which is always tied to, you know, can you accept whatever it is you throw out in the atmosphere, whether it be good or bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's always a unique thing. And I think it's always, you know, really unique when it's friendships, because like mm-hmm. I said, friendships come with a different responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, with friendships, I believe people go into, like people go into a friendship expecting friendships to be forever. Mm-hmm. I think with relationships, it's up to you know it's subjective. Like with relationships, you go into a relationship think hoping, okay, this thing is going to work out. Mm-hmm. But with a friendship, you go in expecting that thing to work out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's two, you know, there's two different expectations for those, and the responsibility for those expectations are different. And I, I don't think enough people, you know, put that into mind either. Because, like, as, as you know, me and the crew, we've been we've been tight for over thirty years. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy to say that. Like, I got five dudes for over thirty years. Like, when I say tight, like thick as these Batman and Robin, like there is nothing that's gonna ever be able to break that. Mm-hmm. And that's and to be honest with you, from day one of us like hanging out. That was like an expectation from, you know, in my opinion, it was an expectation. Yeah. I can't ever say I had a relationship that I expected to work like that. I I will say that I have at least one, excuse me, at least one friendships. Mm -hmm. I think because with friendships, I think that, um, what you give it's unconditional. It's easier for people to love unconditionally in a friendship. It's either it's easier for people to give unconditionally. When you are in a relationship, people require things f- uh, from you at certain levels that they themselves can't meet. In friendships, mm-hmm. you 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 know that you're going to disagree. You know that you're going to have a uh, falling out. Um, but you know that, you know, y'all work through it, you friends, you ought to be able to go to that person and, you know what I'm saying, speak your peace, y'all have your conversation and y'all work it out. In relationships, I think, because you are so, you're not just emotionally tied to the person, um, and I'm not talking about people you're just dating. I'm talking about a person you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with, you committed to, right, you're engaged, with, right. married, whatever. Uh, you're tied to them you have a, a deep connection with them mentally, spiritually, emotionally. So there are so many different things, you know, so many ties to that individual that um, when you said something earlier, when you said, I don't think you were talking about um, people not knowing what love is. And a lot of people don't know what love mm-hmm. is because love is not conditional. True love is not conditional. And, no, and it's, it's it's unconditional when you again uh there was a a couple <clears throat> that was being interviewed i forget what i was looking at there was a couple that was being interviewed uh it, they were in like their 70s i think it was reading one of my devotions so um every morning i do like my bible devotion prayer and stuff like that and they were asked mm-hmm. the question that said what is the secret to being married 
for uh for almost 40 years and there was like it, there is no secret he's like the, the i'll tell you this when you decide he, he said what i did was i saw that she loved me she forgave me she constantly forgave me and he said um and she stood by my side and so when i committed to her i didn't just commit to her he said i committed to saying i do and when you commit to that, you stick with that. I don't care what happens. He said, and that's why we've been together, because we didn't have the mindset that, oh, well, I can get a divorce anytime. No, I committed to this. I'm, I'm committed to this. So whatever mm -hmm. the issue is, we're going to work it out. And he said they, they've only been to counseling twice in their whole entire marriage. Almost 40 years been to counseling wow. twice. And I think that, you know, what? some people think that they should uh, go to counseling like as refreshers. I think you should. You know what I'm saying? It could be fun or whatever but um, you know going back to something that you said earlier too people do not give enough grace to their relationships as they do their friendships <laughs> what you said what you said you know yes. and they need to it, it, it's funny to me because i think you i think you invest so much more in the beginning to a relationship than you do a friendship yeah, very, very. For you true. not to, you know, be so quick to want to give grace, like mm -hmm. that's that's just I, that just kind of came to me, like you know what, that's funny. I I think I think we need to approach uh, relationships different, like we approach our friendships. Exactly. I think relationships should be approached like friendships. Yeah, I think they should be approached with the idea of this is going to be forever, uh -huh. and we're going to work at being forever every day. Exactly. Because with friendships, that's what happens. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like you know. Even you know, like I said, when you don't when you don't like each other, when y'all really ain't feeling each other, and you can go days and months without talking to that friend, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you still love that friend. You exactly. gonna you gonna always want their best interest. You gonna want them to be happy. You gonna you know what I'm saying? It, it just, but it never happens like that. With like, I asked somebody the other day. I said, "Do you want your?" I said, "Would you want your ex to be happy?" They looked at me with this face, like, man, if you say that, like, and I just started laughing. I, I thought it was so funny. Like, literally, when I say I thought it was so funny, I was dying. I thought it was so funny. And I was sitting there saying to myself, it's funny how you spite and hate that person so much right now, when just five, six, seven, eight months ago, you loved them to death. Mm -hmm. see, I was like, you I know, I don't understand I, that because I don't think that that was. I don't think that's really true love because even when somebody hurts it's me, not, it's lust. or they leave I call me, it lust. I'm still the the thing that angers me is that I'm still love you, that I'm still thinking about you, that I'm still caring about you, that I'm still covering you, that I'm still like that is the part that irritates me because you know what that don't irritate me. It does irritate me I, because I that person. Well, well, for me, if you're the person that didn't leave, mm -hmm. I think that. Right. It, then, then maybe it doesn't. But if that person left you, and then yes, that irritates me because here I am, still worried about you, still thinking about you. You know what I'm saying? Look at me, and and mm -hmm. you out there doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? God knows what. Whatever. Right. But mm -hmm. um, I think that I, I'm gonna tell you why it don't bother me. Um, someone put this on my head before, and they was like, you know, you shouldn't really be bothered that you love these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like uh, she like she was like, you know, I understand you still love that person. You want the best for them, even if they're not with you. That's just who you are. You build like that. And she was like, but that's a good thing. And I was like, why is that a good thing? Because I sure don't feel good about it. And she was like, <laughs> the reason why it's a good thing 
She said the reason why it's a good thing is because your stones of your crown are always going to be your stones of your crown. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be diminished. They're not going to change. They're not going to do none of that. She was like, you know, at some point in time, you're going to have to wear that crown. Mm-hmm. And when you put it on and it's shining where it's supposed to shine, then people going to understand who you really are. Mm-hmm. And, and and that in itself is going to be the reason why, you you know what I'm saying, you love those people the way you do. Like I, Me and a friend was talking about this the other day. I was like, I understand that I'm a better friend to some people than they are to me. And I know that without a shadow of a doubt. And they even know it. I was like, and it don't even bother me. The reason it don't bother me is because I do, I understand I do it because I know ain't nobody ever did it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that part, I be wanting people to experience things that they've never experienced before. So I go above and beyond. I had, mm-hmm. I had some friends get on me when I first started uh, dating someone because I spent so much money and I went all out but this person had never had a birthday party they had never had somebody that they was with to like really truly like love on them for their birthday like uh, what Mm -hmm. no no we finna make that happen you know what I'm saying that's that's just me I want you to experience those things because here's I'm the type of person where um even if I never get to really truly experience what it means to be unconditionally loved by somebody, I want other people to experience mm-hmm. that. You Let's know what I'm saying? Yep. So yep. I want, I, yep. I at least want to give that to somebody else. Even if I never get to experience that before I leave this earth, I want some, I want other people to experience mm-hmm. that. So um, I think that it's important that we not be so, you know, self-absorbed or selfish that you know what I'm saying that's all we just thinking about what we want. And one of our uh listeners said that many times, especially today, a woman will only love children unconditionally and not her man. So here's the thing. I think that that that's is true. I, that is well, true. Well, I, I don't think that that is that is for, true. For, I, I say for, for the, the majority fact, it's true. I think it is for the majority. I think for okay, it might be for majority. I think for some. I know for me personally, I've been in relationships like with men who have kids. You know, I have kids too. So where I have fallen in love mm-hmm. with the kids and then it doesn't work out, we've gotten really close. Now, my kids off the bat, the first thing they ask me, they got kids? How old are they? What they got? Boys or girls? Now, <laughs> them my kids and they love other kids. But mm-hmm. um, over the years, if I get close to the kids and then we break up and then I'm no longer able to see the kids, I'm a mess. The kids is upset. So I told myself I wasn't going to do that to myself no more. Like, it's hard for me to do that for my kids because kids are automatically going, you know what I'm saying, meshing their cool. But we talked so, about this last week. Yeah, Listen, it's 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 really we difficult. About, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you because, like I said, remember last week when I brought that up, I'm like, yo, I don't think people take in consideration when they're dating how that affects you know, children, because, like, you know, I'm real, like, careful with my son's 16. And so let's call it in 16 years, my son has seen me interact with one, two, three women. In 16 years, my son has only seen me interact with three women. Mm-hmm. Cause that's difficult. That's difficult for like a I'm careful. I'm just so careful. You know what I'm saying? Listen, because I don't want ask. that experience. Like you just talked about, I do not want yep. that experience. I do not want the experience of, you know, like it. it what's funny is all, I, all three of those women. Mm-hmm. We are so cool to this day. Like if he ever 
if they ever came out of his mouth like, ooh, daddy, I would like to go see Miss So-and-so and so we could do it. It wouldn't even be a problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that it should be that way, but it's just not. Like, even if it's... So, so I think that... And, like, some some men, like this person was saying, even vice versa, they may feel some type of way. Like, if you're not... It's not that you don't let, yeah, you develop a certain relationship with the kids, of course, but you don't get a, like mm-hmm. a, a really, you don't develop a really close relationship. I know for me personally, and some, and I got a couple other friends that are like this though, but um, until you put a ring on it, then I know it's safe to then cross that boundary. Yeah. And, and cause I, I feel like you should learn from, from past you know what I'm saying? Choices and mistakes. Once, oh, I, once I constantly started doing that and I'm like, dang, now I'm thinking about these kids. Are they okay? And I want to talk to them and, you know, stuff like that. So I said, I'm not going to do that no more. That's It ain't good for the kids. It's not good for me because mm-hmm. kids don't understand. And so I'm like, nope. if I'm just waiting for you to oh, put a ring on it. That person's just gone now. Exactly. If I'm just waiting for you to put a ring on it. And, that's, and you know, and that's traumatic. Just too. Do it. People just, don't understand. That's traumatic. It is. It is. And then what about that the is traumatic. Kids? And that's why I'm so careful. I've always been so careful. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I said, remember, I, we had, I had this conversation. We had this conversation on the show last week. And, and I was like, you know, I had a young lady. I told her, I said, you know, she was like, I said, you know, a woman with so many, this was, you know, years ago. This had to be like 10 years ago. I was like, a woman that has more than two children, I could never see myself dating. And she was like, wow, that means I would be undateable and this and that and the third. And I was like, no, that don't mean that. It's just that mean I ain't checking for you. Right. I was like, you know, the, I said, but, you know, and then like, they was like, I had women on that post that was upset. When I say upset, like, you've seen my post, man. Like, they be coming for me sometimes for yeah. nothing, for no reason. They just, they just be coming. So they be, they, they be like, oh, that means you just ain't a strong enough man. And this, I was like, nah, what that means is I'm careful. Yeah. I was like, and let me explain something to you. It's your 16 year. So like at that time, I'm like, you know, let me explain something to you. I have a six-year-old. So, you know, with my six-year-old, I think about things. I think about, you know, how is it that, you know, if I'm dating a woman with children, First of all, if she has three or more kids, I have to think about those different personalities. Mm-hmm. I also have to think about my relationship with her. I also have to think about my relationship with her and my child, and then those children with my child. Mm-hmm. Then I also have to think about if they have multiple fathers. If they have multiple fathers, those are other personalities I have to deal with. Then those multiple fathers, they're also parents and, and overzealous, you know, aunts and uncles and and, and, and grandparents and, 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 you know, godparents. Mm-hmm. Those are personalities I have to deal with. So you think about these things. And then also, I haven't even said or mentioned my son's mother personality in mixing with these people. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if, you, if you're going to, if you're seriously thinking about dealing with this person, you got to think long term. Yeah. You can't just think of the right now. Oh, she cute and I want it right now. No, <laughs> you have to be like, okay, if I'm pursuing this person, mm-hmm. I got to think about everything they got going on, everything mm-hmm. I got going on, and how it's going to mix. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to think about that stuff. Yeah, and you should. I mean, and you should because it's difficult for like for mm-hmm. a lot of us to just give a little bit. Like I know it is for me. If I'm if I love you, I'm I'm giving all. But I had to learn like teach myself how to give just enough where I Rash have, it out. where I have a, a relationship, but with, with the kids, but where 
until I know that you're going to secure me, I can't like then just, okay, yes, finally, huh, I'm all in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. not that I wasn't all in before, but I'm just waiting to be like, okay, is this going to be like, are, are we doing mm-hmm. this or are we not doing You're waiting this? to be, you're, yeah, you're you waiting to be like, you're waiting to be for them like you are for yours. A- exactly. And then you also have to take into consideration too with, with the kids on both sides themselves, now I know my kids is always like, when we going to see so and so again, or can they come over still? And like now you got all these questions that you already got to answer to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, answer for to <laughs> your kids, and so you are gonna add them being attached to an adult on top of that? Like to me, that just don't make sense. It, it just it don't make sense. Yeah. I, had to, I was I, learn, I, I had to learn that. Like I, that's not that's not it's I, not good. I, and I said, you know, it's funny. And like I said, it's funny. Like. I, I just could not understand how they could not like it didn't even cross their mind. Why, like you know, what I'm saying like, and I explain. You know me, I'm always explaining why I put something out in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So even in that explanation, they was just still like, that just sound weak to me. And they, I'm like, no, that sounds responsible. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No wonder y'all running around here bitter because you got brothers mm-hmm. that are, you know stepped out. Because they couldn't handle whatever situation they had over over with you, and now you got kids constantly asking about that. Right, right. That makes you even more upset with the whole idea that this person ain't around now. Yeah, they done got close to the kids, and now you know, saying they done MIA. No, well, there's a reason you exposed all that too early without finding out if it even matches. Like mm-hmm. you know, when you have children, it ain't about just you and your relationship with that person. Everything you got going on at your household have to match up with that person now. Everything they got going on at their household have to match up with you all now. It ain't just you; it's us. Yeah. Like it's so it, it, it kills me when women like and this. This is actually a lot of women that do this too. A lot of women be like, "Well, you know, you have to accept all of all of us." Yeah, but you only think about you in the situation. Mm-hmm. Like you're not thinking about your relationship with those children and that men, goes you know in. Because if you were, you wouldn't be upset with the whole fact that I said what I said in the first place with the explanation. You just be like, okay, I get it, I understand. That's just, you know, that's where he's standing. I get that. Mm-hmm. That just ain't for me. Like it's a one size fit all or something. No, it's not. Relationships are not a one size fit all. Yeah, you you are absolutely right. Well, listen, y'all. This has been another good conversation of course as always uh of expectations listen we can talk about this uh all night and and go into all the different aspects but i i want to say like as Mm -hmm. we as we closing out i know my final thoughts i'm gonna let keith give his would just be um in any type of relationship that you are in when you are setting expectations make sure they're realistic you have to remember that you are you are two imperfect people okay um trying to build something that is perfect for you whether that be in friendship a business partnership you know what i'm saying a romantic relationship and you have to extend grace when you are in a romantic relationship a lot of people are dating not just to be dating but dating to marriage well you know dating towards marriage please understand that um that person is gonna mess up you have to allow them to heal if you the one that messed up if you the one that's that that you know, that got hurt, do your part to heal on your own. The person that inflicted the pain, work with them. Go to counseling. Don't just say you're going to go do it. You know what I'm saying? Work through the issue mm-hmm. together. Uh, stick with it. Quit running all the time. Like, you're not going to get nowhere in life 
if you don't commit. And so, and quit thinking you got to be happy all the time. First of all, that, that's not even real. You're not even happy when you're by yourself all the time. You know what I'm saying? Joy is everlasting. Happiness is temporary. You're going to be happy sometimes. You're going to be sad. Storms, some storms last a couple mm-hmm. days. Some storms last a couple weeks. Some storms may last a year or two. But guess what? All storms pass. To everything, there is a season. That's my final thought. Yep. What about uh, you? Yeah, my final thought is also don't allow your friends to dictate what your relationship should be. I think a lot of people do that, and that sabotages the relationship. Like, you all were all good until you heard Mike and Crystal doing X, Y, and Z. Hey, that's Mike and Crystal. <laughs> you stay in your lane, let Mike and Crystal stay in their lane. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, don't compare yourself to what everybody else is doing. You know, yep. if you if you are content and you are, you know, progressive in your relationship with that person, let it do what it does. It manifests, you know, everybody's relationship is different. Like I said, it's not a one size fit all, mm-hmm. you know, so... Don't allow anyone else to dictate your, your, you know, your relationship. Don't be watching somebody else's relationship and see how that relationship blossomed. And then you looking at yours like, hey, why ours ain't blossoming like that? Because you ain't Mike and Crystal. That's why. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You Jeanette and Robert. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Y'all, y'all don't blossom the way you're supposed to blossom. Exactly. Your struggle You know, so that's, that's my final word on that one. Yep. Yeah, that's my final word with that. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for tuning in tonight to another episode of Relationshipology with your girl, Lady J, and your boy, Keith Omar. All right, so y'all catch us next Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on JQLM Radio, Division of Ego Entertainment Network. And remember, together you're going to either fall or fly. Which one do you want to do? The inspiration for the songs because of you. The inspiration for the songs because of you. The inspiration for the songs because of you. You. It's for you. Can you sing it with me, babe? Can you sing it with me?